0: Welcome to, uh, episode three of the COVID conversation. This is the second weekly discussion with my guests, uh, Rob Bell and Cameron Goatee. And I will bring everyone up so everyone can say good morning. Good morning, Travis.
1: Good morning, good to see you. everybody. Hope you're having a good morning so far.
0: Yeah, I, I, well, I got up early, not as early as Rob, but I, I did get up early this morning and, uh, did a workout and feel pretty good for that. So, uh, good, good start to the day at least. Good for you. Productive at least so far.
1: You're ahead of me. Um, so, so I'm I'm on coffee number two, but I haven't done the exercise level that you have yet. That's still to come.
0: Ah, there you go. Yeah, no, I'm 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 still on the first here, just the first coffee. <laughs> and as is.
2: Everybody's got their feel.
0: Mm. And for the record, it is Tim's coffee in the Tim's mug, although I made it at home. It's Keurig Pods from Tim's, so what kind of thing? That's good. All right, so uh, Cameron, you and I were going to quickly go over the numbers. In the, in the last video, I had said some of the and numbers, I mean confirmed cases and deaths uh, are around. We, we had talked about that last week, and I had said some numbers with uh, in the last video with Dave, which is a few days ago. Uh, so today is April 19th. Uh, by my account, this is day 110 since the first announcement that, hey, there's something going on here in Wuhan, China, and there might be a problem. And 110 day, days later, uh, the worldwide case count is uh, 2,345,000 and change. What, what was it last week,
1: Ken? That's the only number I didn't grab I looked specifically at Canada and US numbers rather than the global ones okay um, and, and really wanted wanted to get sort of a sense of of, of what because these dates all seem to blend together sometimes and we forget how fast some of the numbers are, are okay so over I, a short of time. I have
0: um, I kind
1: of, sorry I have
0: from I have all the numbers and so I talked to Dave it was April 16th and today's April 19th so yes. that's three days ago. Uh, Number of cases worldwide on the 16th was 2,078,000 and change, and today it's uh, 2,345,000. So it's about 300,000 cases more in three days.
1: Yep, that sounds sounds about right. uh,
0: And deaths worldwide three days ago was 138,000, and then today is 155,000. So we're looking at
1: 20-ish. Kind of give or take. Yeah, too many. Um, it's it's interesting to me to look at the at the new case numbers as well as as, as understanding the death numbers, keeping in mind that they're really the lagging metric, right? They're sort of the the last stage of the of the of the pandemic. It's this sad statistic at the end of the pandemic for, for many. But when I looked at Canada since our last conversation, which was on the tenth, so nine days ago, Canada had just had just the 500 mark in terms of deaths, and they're at, at 1,470 as of this morning. Um, yep. Yeah, that's, the number that's a number I pretty have. big. That's a big growth number when I compared it to the U.S. The U.S. essentially in that same time period went from 17,000 to 39,000, so pretty much doubled. Um, interestingly, when I look at new cases, and I know that both countries uh, have been t- testing at a pretty decent, at a, actually pretty similar rate, at around 1 point something Thing percentage of the population. Um, Canada in that week, uh, the number of cases grew by 65% from just over 20,000 to the 33,000 where we are this morning. And the U.S. Uh, grew at a smaller rate from 469,000 to 738,000. So in terms of obviously of hard numbers, it's, it's, a, it's a much bigger growth, but as a percentage, um, it does indicate And when you look at it on a graph on the U.S. one, you do see a little bit of flattening, which I guess is the, is the,
0: do you think it's,
1: um, or wanting to see,
0: do you think it's flattening or do you think it's, uh, not like our testing here in Ontario, I think has slowed down a little bit and more because of availability and logistics and stuff like that. So, if you're not testing, you're not reporting numbers, so you get a false flattening of the curve. Do you think that's more what's happening in the U.S. than actually flattening?
1: It's possible. I mean, the problem is, is you're just never sure quite who to believe. But if you, but if you're watching different news sources, it sounds like they were not um, slowing down on the testing. In fact, they were ratcheting it up a little bit. So again, I can't speak to the validity of that of of, of those numbers that I've heard, but. That's kind of the talk track that seems to be coming out of US media. Yeah, and and
0: I I saw a couple things uh, related in a sort of sense, but at the same time totally unrelated. A couple videos on trying to explain what exponential actually means, and the fact that humans can't understand what exponential actually is. Um, One was kind of cool, and I'll try to paraphrase it as best I can. Um, the guy was in the Grand Canyon as he did this example and it's from a couple years ago uh, and he was talking about that there's a drop of water falling into the Grand Canyon and it's going to grow exponentially so it's going to double and I I can't remember the time frame so let's say every second it doubles so it's right now it's one drop and then it's two and it's four and it's eight and it's sixteen and it grows exponentially and he's like, the problem with exponentials is you're, you're sitting here, you're hiking the Grand Canyon, it's a beautiful day, and, and someone phones you up and says, oh, we've got this exponential rain happening, and here's where it's at right now. The water levels in the river of the Grand Canyon are starting to come up. And you're like, oh, well, that's not a problem. I'm hiking, it's a beautiful day. Um, and, you know, I, I have tons of time. And he and as the time frame goes through and the, and the water you can see the water level he's done this nice little graphic where it's a Grand Canyon the water levels are coming up but then the banks are flooding um, and he gets another phone call and it's supposed to be more urgent and 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 the number I can't remember what the numbers were um, and he's like ah oh, it's still still it's it's nothing. I, I've got tons of time it's way down there but the problem with exponentials is every time it doubles and by the time he sees, the water coming up to the trail at that rate, it's already too late. There's no way to get back to the car. It's, it's overflowing. Right. The tops are full. And and there was another video, and I think it's an old Indian from India proverb or something, and there was something about a chess master and the king, and the, 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 chess, the chess maker, sorry, and for payment, he wanted a grain of rice on every square, I think there's 64 squares on a chessboard. And every square, the grain of rice would double. Now, I, I started writing it down the other day, just to show my wife an example of it. Um, and you went from one grain of rice on the first one to two to four to six to eight. And not even halfway through, you were talking billions of grains of rice halfway through the board. And in the, in, in the story, by the time you hit the last square of the chessboard, 64, um, the kingdom didn't have enough grains of rice anywhere to fill it. They couldn't do it. And, and I, wa- I wonder, you know, the U.S., the numbers there, 706,000 cases that with the amount of people and the apparent lack of self-isolation in, in some communities, um, mm-hmm. that the numbers just won't skyrocket in a couple of weeks. Like, you know, they. Apparently, there was a congregation met for church, and the cops waited outside and handed everyone isolation tickets and told them they had to self-isolate for two weeks or or quarantine uh, because they probably
1: all had it. And anyway, I'm more scared of the U.S. numbers right now. Here's going to be the interesting experiment, Uh, you know, and it's a risky one. So yesterday, the governor of Florida reopened the beaches in, in the Jacksonville area, so they were back open to the public.
0: And there's people on the beaches.
1: And they were, and, and quite a few. The footage I saw, they, they're they're pretty full. So, so one of two things is going to happen. Um, one, the and, and but we won't know for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, two to three weeks from now, one of two things is is going to happen. Either they're going to have a huge problem on their hands, and they were completely wrong, and everybody will call them morons, and as they already are on social media now, um, or their numbers are going to continue to stay at the same rate they are now or, or start to decline like they're seeing across other parts of the country, in which case they're going to turn around and say, Hey, we, you know, we did the right thing. And and what and what every other state will take from that is the lesson of I guess I guess we can start loosening everything up. Rightly or wrongly, hey, this is a fir- this is this is a first in our lifetime. So nobody's yeah. got all on this stuff. We're trying to figure it all out at the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> but and there's obviously it, a push it be
2: Go ahead, Rob. Sorry, it would be it would be interesting to see because I and we, we said this I think last week when we talked but but if we follow the the same pattern as the 1918 uh, flu epidemic we're going to be looking at a second and third wave of this and so th- right now is when all as Cam says we make people are making mistakes they're experimenting and it takes a lot of courage whatever you decide. Um, I think you know, as long as you're informed and you're doing what you think is best for for the citizens you're res- you're responsible for, then then at the end of the day, as long as that's your rationale for making your decision, whatever that is, then it, then it, that that it's is it's, it's respectable. You, you you you're being respectful for um, uh, of your citizens, but and their well-being. I don't know what the right answer is, and as Cam says, we'll know in a couple of weeks. But but ultimately, I think that we're going to bank these lessons. Like this is the trial run; we're not done. Um, I, is my guess. I obviously don't know, but um, my guess is I, somebody is writing this down for. Well, my guess will be in the, it'll be in the fall if um, if they bring kids back to school. I think schools are the petri dish. I think that's going to be. I mean, it's also the subway system. It's also um, you know uh, public transit, um, in general, but. When when we all start convening in, in intensely in those locations is when the second wave will come, um, and we'll all be out again. And then I think we'll take what we've learned um, through this first wave and apply it to, to those decisions. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: And I and I I get it. You know, we're all we're all hurting. All the companies are hurting. Um, haven't heard any. You know, local businesses going out. Of business yet, uh, maybe it's a matter of time. Maybe we'll all limp through it. But but I get it. I get it. Why we want to get back to normal and we want to reopen everything. And we're all we're all struggling. We're all scared. And, and it's to say, oh, another month, another two months of this. It's like we can't can't fathom it. So
1: it gets pretty hard. I mean, we're we're doing our best to try to support. You know, and I know you are too, Travis. But in terms of trying to support local business and stuff, I picked up uh, curbside pickup. On Friday night from the Thirsty Cactus, yep, a place that has a has a, a place in all of our hearts. And uh, but I was pleased to see that when, when number one when we called there was about a forty minute wait. That's normal, isn't it?
2: When, that's, that's awesome. It.
1: And when I pulled up there to the curb, um, and the service was fantastic, like it always is. Um, but I had four cars in front of me. Along the, the, the side there, and, and they were quick. Like they, they they you know they they brought the food out. The the, the pay transaction was seamless, and, and the food. And everybody here was happy. I nice. have uh, a big bag of thir- thirsty cactus food on. Uh, and uh, that's awesome. And um, yeah, everybody was, and it was good to see people taking advantage of that. And I haven't done that at any of the other restaurants in town yet, but I would like to just to make sure that you know. They're, they're, yeah,
2: they're we, we've the done one other. Uh, I think that, and I think you're that, that you're right. That's really important to support uh, to support your neighbors in every context. And and, um, we, we've we've done one local restaurant, and and uh, chicken wings are amazing. And uh, I'm, uh, but yeah, I, I, I was thinking about that. Like, I I'm craving. Being in, you know, the, whether it's, you know, the, some of the restaurants where we, we uh, or, uh, or, or pubs that, that uh, we frequent, but I'm just I'm craving the noise of other people. I'm craving the, the, the back and forth with the the, the waitress and, you know, like and just, you know, holding a, a menu again and, and just like the, the experience of, 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 of a collective event. And I'm Rob, talking about being in a restaurant, not even a concert or something like I'm, I'm craving that. Yeah, and so Rob, I, I'm, it's not, I'm really uh, looking forward to it back.
0: It's not noisy at your house with everyone that's stuck in your house already?
2: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah different kind of noise. <laughs>
0: and, and speaking of helping the community, uh, um, maybe we should get you better internet, because it pretty much looks like you're being censored out like an anonymous caller, because you're very pixelated.
2: <laughs> am I? Oh, yeah. I'm probably better looking. It's probably, it's probably helping me, uh, my, my appearance. We're going to call
0: you 8-Bit Rob. I'll change, oh, dear. Your, change your title at the bottom. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And, and maybe when it's all over, we can do this from a, a table with our phones at the same table at Thirsty Cactus, but we'll do it in front Perfect. of each other. So
1: that would be good. That,
2: uh,
1: yeah.
0: um, so I kind of wanted to talk about Cam and I did this conversation before, so it's kind of a bit of a repeat, but we don't, we're not doing that video up yet. Anyway, um, I want to talk about how work has affected each one of us and, and what what's kind of happened at, at work and where work has uh, evolved into for each of us. Uh, so I'll go first just so you know what I'm looking for. Um, and for me, it's pretty simple. Um, the, the phone calls to my boss to detail cars had slowed down the week before the government shut us down. Um, on its own, they stopped the day before they shut us down, and then the day they shut us down, the phone hasn't rung. So I, I've been off work um, at home, which, of course, leads me to more spare time for these projects. I wish it had left me more spare time for the raw project, but we're, we'll postpone that because it's more of an in-person thing, and we want to do the, the live showings at the museum uh, preferably. So we'll hold off on that. Um, yeah. So I, I, just have lots of spare time. So just for me, uh, work just kind of stopped and that was it. And it gives, gives me more free time to do the photography and the video stuff that I'm wanting to do. So anyway, my story is pretty short. It ended, <laughs> ended done. Uh, but on the good side, I think we talked about it last time, the government. The government assistance it came in it kicked in April 6 I applied on the Monday I got my pay on Wednesday uh, there was a second period here just uh, I think the beginning of the week so it's tomorrow will be a week uh, I apply apply cuz you have to reapply um, for each period so uh, this was now the current period so I applied on Monday I think I saw the money my bank Tuesday night so even slightly quicker uh, but now I'm good till I think May I can't. Wow. Do any, I can't do anything okay. till May. So, oh, well, geez. Um, so anyway, I'm we're, we're 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 content. So, and I'm not going anywhere, spending any money too much. So it's 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 okay. So we'll be here. So uh, uh, let's start with Rob since he's the next one over on my screen here. So,
2: sure. Yeah, uh, the. Uh, so I, I want to start by saying nothing I am going to say is is should be interpreted as a complaint it's more of an observation um, uh, I uh, and, and and I, so I don't I, I don't want it to sound negative it's not it's just more observational um, it's been it's been frenetic uh, I've got a, a really uh, um, active socially engaged job of a teacher Um anyway, but the amount of, I, I'm craving, I miss that. I miss the interacting with my colleagues and my classes, my, my, my students, um, my different classes, um, and with parents and that, that, that whole, I love that whole community back and forth. And, um, and th- that's very much uh, gone now in, in the, in the, 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 interpersonal sense and now it's, um, uh, or the face-to-face sense. And now it's where it's, it's, it's all been, um, it's all on my. All, all, it's all on a screen now. So, uh, I I receive communication from parents and students. I, I was kind of counting four different four different sort of digital avenues, and I so I I see them almost as like doorways that are open up to a digital classroom, which is probably just metaphor before for my my head, and and so they're things are coming at me in all different directions. Um, but I have to say, all in all, it's it's it, it worked out very well. I've been so. Um, Impressed with the way um, the, the the staff and the community have all uh, all come up, got, got online and made it work, and it because you know like we had no we, we, I think we had it was amount of hours the amount of warning we had uh, that you know the, the schools would be shut down after March break. I think we found out on the this is a Thursday. The other, the other half of the class, we got on. Either some of them were in, in other countries and were self isolating, and um, and others, others uh, uh, problems with accessing technology. But, but, but all that's been sorted out. And even though there's a range of different technological tools, we're all able to convene and interact in a, in a pretty reasonable way. And, and now I've, uh, we've, we've got we've got partnerships now, like uh, with McMaster's partnered with us to help out the kids and their, their programming. And there's lots of neat things that are coming online. Um, and, and it's invigorating, like the, I've never watched so many YouTube videos on how to, you know, do a Google Hangout or, or to, um, you know, nuances of, of using different different uh, online platforms for, for digital learning. But and the, the school board has, has organized all kinds of stuff. So I've been so impressed. All all told, by the way, the kids and the families and the school board and, and my colleagues, the way everybody has stepped up and, and the, the resources. Like I keep getting emails about people who who found new resources were uh, accessed it to, um, uh, you know, textbooks and. Uh, and, and, uh, and amazingly cool websites uh, that, that they were trying to share. So it's been great. That, that, that's been awesome. I just really missed the people. I missed my students and my my colleagues and uh, and the families.
0: Yeah, I miss you know going camp for a beer Perfect. with Cam. So, but same but same thing. You know, I, I absolutely to walk around town and stop in and visit all the shop owners and stuff. And you know, I, I don't walk around town anymore. So. No. Right, I um yeah. and, and Rob, I was going to ask you, but you did—you did actually answer the question without me asking it. Uh, Google Classroom is what you use. How do you, how do you find that? Is it—is it does it work well? Yeah,
2: it's it's pretty good. It's um, uh, there's definitely things I wish. And and um, again, anything I'm about to say could be my limitations. It could be that, that, that all, we know that. that all these things are there, and I just <laughs> yeah, I just haven't watched the right video. Uh, uh, it, it, so it's unlike a lot of Google devices like, or, or platforms I feel with Google Classroom, you have to you have to understand their paradigm and then it's like, oh, okay. Um, whereas I feel like other other like with Drive and uh, and, and some of the other things that the, the resources that Google puts out, it's a little they're, they're, I find those more intuitive. But that said, this this is worth it really well. It, it helps me archive and, and organize uh, all the kids' material by by um, by subject. Um, and I figured out I've got my head around their paradigm, and uh, and yeah. So it's a, every week I'm I'm more confident with it, and the kids seem to be more confident with it, and the parents do too. So I, I've I, I really like that. Um, I do think though that that going forward, um, we're, we're and and the school board's doing this. The, the school board is, is is pushing for a standard platform um, that we all use. Like right now, it's a bit. We're all over the place, and we need to standardize that. And then they're do, very much doing that. It. And it, to be fair, they've been trying to do that for a while. And I'm lagging. I've, I've used Google Classroom for a number of years, and I really like it, so I've stayed stayed with that tool. Um, but I'm going to need to migrate over to a, a different platform that they're they're pushing. I'll get my head around that this summer. It's not now. Um, so my daughter yeah, uses something
0: called class. Seesaw. Do you use that or
2: right? right. No, but I, I certainly uh, am aware of CS. I think I think there's really neat things about it. I just um, I, my I don't want to introduce my students to new things if I don't have to. Meaning, we have a platform yeah, yeah. That, that that they're familiar with and they've used, so and it's working. So uh, rather than me adding or switching over switching platforms, um, uh, they're, they're very comfortable with with Drive and submitting things through Docs. Um, and uh, and, uh, and and a couple other avenues through Google Classroom, um, and so we've just been. I'm expanding my uh, use on that, knowing that I'm I'm going to have to drop that um, uh, in, over the summer and uh, and switch over to a. It'll be a universal platform for the board, and it should be that way. Um, uh, that's uh, I think, the, and board's been offering a lot of training on. I've I've done uh, some some learning. Um, they, uh, they offer courses right now uh, online um, to, to help us with that migration. So I'm getting my head around what next year will look like in terms of a different platform. Um, and that's, uh, the, 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 I'm, I'm good with that. Cool.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like Georgia uses Seesaw and Google Docs. Um, I like the Seesaw because and it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, i like it because and i don't like it because the same issue is when she replies to the teacher's assignments as a parent i can download an app and i get to see her comments Ooh. so so i can keep up to speed on what's going on but at the same time That's i awesome. i don't get notifications that she has new assignments so i have to oh, hound, okay. hound her and i I've, I've since set up uh, her log on on my computer so that I can sit down and look at her assignments, right. um, and digest what it is they actually have to do, um, and then figure it out and do the assignment. So, so it works well. It I, I mean, maybe the teacher can change stuff. I need to send her an email and go, hey, can you can you turn on some settings so that when she gets a new assignment, I get notified so that I right. know there's new assignments because let's face it. If you don't have to, and your parents not harping you, you're not going to do it. I, I wouldn't have done it. So, uh, kind of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, but the technology's yeah. cool. The, the the resources it makes it so much easier to do things like that. So,
2: absolutely.
1: All right. Let's. uh Sam,
2: how are you finding things?
1: Yeah. How's work? How work for you? My my. Since our last conversation on the tenth, things have not changed. A- Ton for me. Uh, I'm still going into work almost every day. Um, we have we made a lot of changes in our, the way we operate in terms of access <laughs> into our building, which is which is essentially not happening at all. Um, some movement of people. A lot of our folks are working remotely, so there's some space between people. The, the folks in the fulfillment side of our business are all in masks and gloves and ample amounts of hand sanitizer. Right. That's been a challenge to make sure we have, have reliable. Um, and I've been fortunate. I've, had, I've been able to find some reliable sources for all of those items, so I'm, I'm well-positioned for that stuff.
2: You can um, hand sanitizer. I've, I've got a guy. Nice. And uh, you got I'm a guy. It. All right. It's, it's <laughs> amazing.
1: It's, it's become the new contraband of the uh, – Yes, the, it's of, right. Yeah, company. that's, that's right. I'm buying it by the by, by one gallon. I'm buying it in one gallon jugs and refilling bottles for people. Uh,
2: you're uh, almost a wholesale guy. You're like, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um,
1: and you know, we've switched a lot of our you know like management meetings are all for the most part using a format right. like this rather than putting you know ten people around a boardroom table. That just doesn't happen at all anymore, which is weird because, like you said, Rob, I like the. Human interaction too, and the opportunity to catch up with people's families and and what's kind of going on with everybody's <laughs> lives. So that's that's kind of on the shelf, which is sort of a, a sad reflection of it. Um, we're 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 undoubtedly seeing a slowdown. I mean, we we supply the construction industry, um, so there are because the the provincial government did deem construction as an essential service with some caveats in terms of start dates and the type of industry that's allowed to continue. We, we continue to service those type of customers. We we certainly are seeing a slowdown in, as an example, homeowners looking to have their windows replaced in their home are anxious to have, you know, sales people coming. And, and, and we've come up with some ways of doing that virtually as well with, with a little bit of success. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of, I'm looking at it one week at a time. I mean, we're, we're, we're still we're still going, and you know, I, I, am looking. I'm just hoping to see the end of this by the time we roll into. Now, can, yeah. um,
0: you got? Do you guys do normally window installs for homeowners?
2: We do.
1: Uh, do you do them now? We are, at a much reduced rate. Yeah, if if the projects were started before April the fourth. Um, in, in terms of you know, like a renovation as an example or the or contract that I think was in place for them. Because, uh, I mean, a lot of the stuff we do is for security or safety reasons as well. So you, people are replacing product because, you know, you have to have a front door that's going to be secure and it's going to lock as an example. So we are able to do that. We do find that a lot, that like a lot of customers who we did have active contracts with have asked to push those into, into May or beyond. Um, just wanting to say, hey, let's get let's get this behind us, and uh, and, and and maybe in a more saner time, we'll we'll, we'll progress then. Right. Um, but we are still working at, at every level, but there is has been a, a, a very noticeable reduction in the volume so far, and that will that will just continue, which is you know why I'm hungrily looking at those numbers all the time we just w- almost mentally willing to see them starting to flatten out and decline yeah. so yeah
2: for sure can i ask you guys do you do, you, do you, either of you have uh and I, this is all conjecture obviously but do you do you have a date where you think we're likely going back and i and i know that when i say we i mean that that's subjective uh or that, that's conditional too like uh what do you think like what do you think? Well, Do you see a, a light on the end of the horizon on, on your calendar?
0: Um, for me, I'm honestly kind of not looking for a light at the end of the horizon. Like I said, I'm, I'm content enough. Money's coming in with the government assistance. Susan's still working from home. So um, from my standpoint, I'm not really working at it. Um, now, as soon as the government lists the non-essential back to work, I'm sure – my boss will open his shop back up. Um, I'm, But if I start thinking about that, it's like, well, then I'm worried, will people really be thinking about getting their cars detailed? May, maybe they will, and we'll be busy, and that'll be great, and I'll happily go back to work the day we open back up. Um, with some new protocols, I'm not sure what we'll do. Um, as a joke, we went to one of the last events that was happening in Toronto, just before we shut down, was uh, Motorama, which was a big car show hmm. up by the airport yeah. in Toronto. So Matt and I went the Thursday night to deliver uh, one of his cars, his, his classic cars. And as we walked around, the, sh- the show hadn't started. It was the Thursday night was set up night, and the show was actually Friday evening, Saturday and Sunday. And they actually didn't open Sunday. They closed. They didn't. They actually canceled it partway through. Uh, But we were walking around looking at people setting up, and there was a display there, a a bigger company, and they had, um, I think it was more for paint painting cars or sandblasting cars. Anyway, they had these full-body suits with um, helmets kind of thing. And I joked, we we should get those for detailing cars so I can crawl into your car and you could have coughed all over it, and I don't don't care. Uh, In in hindsight, maybe we should have put in some orders and, and done that. And then... You know, I can just crawl in your car. Because by the time we're done, you know, the cleaners we use are disinfectants anyway to kill mold and whatever else is smelly in your car. We, we kill it all. So I'm not too worried about after the fact, but it's more crawling into your car. Some of them are kind of gross anyway. You know, you've got a minivan <laughs> with six kids and from all the age ranges, and there's Cheerios and gummy bears, and there's a plethora of things under the seat that have been there for a long time. Knock! <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of gross, and we get it all out. It's clean. It looks brand new when we're done, but it's kind of like, oh, that's awful, and that's the stuff you can see. So, right? Um, I, I don't know. Um, I, I I personally would rather the government take their time and do it right, and because I right. I don't want to have to shut down again because there's another wave and it's like oh we opened too early and now there's a second wave and there's more i'd, I'd rather stay down but like i said earlier I, I get it we're all anxious not everyone is as lucky as i am um my boss you know he's got to pay rent on his building it's, it's a lot right. of money for his rents so i won't say yeah. how much it is but it's a lot of money for the rent and all the businesses in town have to pay the rents and I get it. They all want to open. We all want to go back. You know, I want to go back and have some beers at the Thirsty Cactus or the Shed Brewery or the Winchester or wherever in town. I get it. Um, But I also want to do it right. I don't want to have to redo it and go, well, that, that wasn't right the way we did it a month ago, and now we're going to have to do it the right way. So I'm hesitant of what the States is doing. Um, I read a thing, you know, Trump's like, open, open, we're all set to open, and he says that, and he tweets that, but when you actually, according to the article, when you look at his policies that he actually has
1: to go by or is going by, they don't say what he's tweeting. They're no, told- that's not that, that's, that's surprising. I, but I think the key, and this is, this is the scientific community, but, you know... Th- this, this landed fast and people tried to figure out, you know, what are the what are the danger points? So it was, so then protocols get put into place. And I think a lot of that's, it's not, I don't want to use guesswork, that's the wrong word, but everybody's learning at the same time. So it's, it, I think there needs to be a, just a better understanding of where the danger points are. So as an example, you know, keeping six feet away, then at some point they said, well, maybe it should be like 13 feet away, but, you know, no one really, you know, so so I guess the question becomes is, you know, if, if the majority of the population is wearing a mask and if you're wearing gloves when you go in the grocery store and you are making sure that you're maintaining a six foot distance from non-family members, is that, is that all that's required to stop the ongoing spread? Because if it is, people can put those protocols in place in a lot of different businesses and, and essentially, you know, start building a path towards reopening. If there's other areas it, that we don't know, um, then it's just going to continue to spread even if those protocols in place, to Rob's point, and then just drags this thing out even further. So I don't think we really know There's frustrations when people say, you know, yeah, you can, you can go for a walk down the sidewalk, but, you know, the conservation areas are closed and, and, and my head explodes because I'm thinking, well, that's exactly what I want to do, number one, so call me selfish, but number two... I can't think of a safer, I can't think of a safer activity not around any other people, not around any kind of metallic surfaces that I might be running my hands across. Um, this is complete social distancing. Um, should that be encouraged rather than discouraged? And I understand the arguments on the other side as well, but it, it's those kind of things I think we need to figure out.
0: Um, so for Cam, Can, can um, I ask you guys something? Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, you just. Okay, well, I, I, I heard something. Uh, it was a uh, it was very fatalistic, and so I, I don't uh, I I wonder how you feel about this. So what I read was an explanation basically saying we're all going to get this. Like 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 you're not like like what like the whole point of what we're doing now is to make sure that when you do get it, if you need a ventilator, one's free. Like th- that that we're not escaping this, that, they, that until you have the antibodies, if that's even possible. And, I, and, and, and now, that what, what I read something last night uh, suggesting that we still don't know if you, if you do build immunity a, after you have it, um, which I would think they know the answer to that, but I don't know how, how you don't know. There's been, uh, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of people now uh, have had it and survived. We, we should know that. But anyway, apparently there's a question mark on that. Uh, that you know we 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 are these are temporary conditions that we're living and we are all going back we are all going to be in a subway uh, a workplace an elevator where somebody with it is going to touch what we are about to touch we we're, we it is going to happen you are going to get it or you're going to be vaccinated and so um yes there's a it was, it was very fatalistic and i was like but but it was also there was a, it was reasonable like i more I thought about it i'm like yeah you're right like the whole point of flattening the curve really when you think about what we're going through is to make sure that when we do get it the hospitals aren't overwhelmed and i was reading yeah. the japanese hot i think it's Jap- a, i'm pretty sure it was a japanese hospital but it was one went to eighty eight zero different hospitals they were turned away by 79 hospitals, and the 80th accepted the patient. I can't think of any hospitals. Like, I, I, how yeah. how far would you have to drive? Like, yeah, I'd be in, I'd be in, you know, North Bay or something. Like, it, it's um, it, that's it, it, that, and that was like on the BBC. I read that last night. Um, so it is uh, like that's what we're trying to put off, but but we're all getting it, if, if you believe this this uh, this article I read. And I have to say, the more I think about it, I've been chewing on it, I'm like, yeah, I think we are all going to get it. Um, it's just, and we don't know, I don't know how I'm going to respond. I don't know if I'm going to need a ventilator. Will I be the, you know, somebody who, who it, it, they're, they're just mild symptoms. None of us know that, and that's the, well, the roulette
1: that we're all facing. Sure. And I've talked to two two people in the last week or two that are pretty certain that they did have it um, right near the very beginning, or even slightly okay. before. Like going back into like January, and and they you know they described it as wow. just a weird, almost like the flu, but unlike any other flu they had ever had before, and much more upper upper respiratory in nature. And but the one the, the feature they all talked about was the fever. Like I mean, we've all had the flu before, but I've never had a prolonged, you know, week long. 104 degree temperature either but this is the way it was described to me and i mean these are healthy individuals you know our age group and they didn't require hospitalization and but they basically said it was like you know a couple weeks of just no energy of like just sweating it out every day and uh, like really really bad headaches attached to that high fever and uh and and it was like you know Two and a half weeks of hell before they came through the other side, and and um, but be, because it was different than any other kind of other flu bugs they had had in prior years, they're of the uh, of the they, they weren't tested, but they were of the belief because if you do the self core if you do the self evaluation that the government has put on there, those are the kind of questions they ask, and you can you can you can say with some level of certainty that there's a high probability that you do have it, and then there's a protocol for stuff. Sure. So. To sort of self isolate and take care of yourself. And then they said, you know, a percentage of those people will require hospitalization, whatever that percentage is. And of that percentage, a smaller percentage of those will require assisted breathing through a respirator. And of that subset of a group, a certain percentage of those, it just isn't going to make it. And and so that number, it looks like it's, it's coming in at, you know, arguably between one and a half and two and a half percent, depending on whose numbers you're looking at yeah to go to go
0: back it's to, to rob, rob was saying um and and i've said it before i'll say it again just to get it out of the way I'm, I'm a fan of bill gates um he's a very smart man um and he has exposure to uh ebola uh and some of his uh charity foundations and stuff so he's he's kind of into this he likes researching and reading and You know, like the rest of us watching YouTube videos, uh, his go a little further. And he said exactly what you heard, Rob, was this ends one of two ways or a combination of the both. We all get it or we all get vaccines. And vaccines are a year away. So you're either going to get it or you're going to wait for a vaccine. And to your point, um, this whole staying at home is totally so that when we do get it, if we need to, we can go to the hospital. And not ha- not be turned have away, yeah. And have a bed, right. and not be turned away, and get a ventilator if we need it. Uh, Assuming you know. And there's, now there's, I hear things that maybe the ventilators aren't the answer. That's wrong. But you know, I'm not a scientist, a doctor. I don't. I don't know. I'm on the front lines. But you know, new every day, new information's available about what you should do, what you shouldn't do, or what's working, what's right. not working. But yeah, it's a virus. You need to get it. The antibodies, and I think you had brought it up. I think I think they're testing ant- people with antibodies
2: who recover, so they're trying to figure that out too. Um, but can, can I speak to that, though, Travis? I find yeah. this a little unsettling because I have a feeling like, like we're months into this. There's hundreds of thousands of people who've had this. I, again, not a scientist, but I like, they started out the, the the it started with uh, yep once you've had it you're 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 you, you know that you've you know you've passed that like mono you're not getting it again and now we're still like they, they they're not off the fence on this and, and again we're months into this i have mm. to believe there's been thousands of people at least tested if they're still saying ah you might not be immune i have a feeling they that th- 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 that means you're not immune it's <laughs> like I, I, i'm not and that, sh- that's sh- the, 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 the,
0: i haven't seen anything I, I was con- reading yesterday yeah like concrete, I haven't seen any again, concrete that you know. Uh, at first, it was if you get it, you've got it, you're done, you don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, yeah, lucky you if you didn't if you didn't succumb to it. That's great. You're probably a bit relief, even though you're stuck inside too. Um, and then there was some talk about, oh well, people are getting sick again. And then after that, there was like, oh, we think the people that got sick a second time didn't actually have it the first time; they had it the second right. time. Um, but I, I think I think uh, this is totally opinionated, based on zero fact. But I think maybe uh, the healthcare system's a little swamped at the moment, and their focus is on treating and saving people. Um, there might be a group somewhere that's not dealing with that because they don't know how. But their specialties, research, and can can figure out the antibody thing and and whether we actually can get it twice or we don't. Or uh, to me, that's still up in the air, and who knows? So.
2: But um, I guess my point is, and I don't, I, I'm, I, I obviously don't know, but my guess is that you and I don't know. But and and um, again, I don't want to sound conspiracy theorist because that's not what this is. I just have a hard time believing that the medical establishment globally has not addressed this question. And if we still have, a, if it's still a question, there you are. It wow. means it's not a question. Um, it, my guess is it's it's like all this debate about about face masks. I totally understand how they want to restrict the use of face masks for the medical community who are on the front lines. I want and to talk about face masks first. Kick of the can <laughs> for sure. But I but I'm but I'm 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 all I, I keep questioning why are we still not sure if face masks, You know, or, or yes or no, and and I, and I I I don't have an answer to that. Um, but it's. Uh, and again, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist. I'm not, but I'm. I just find the the um, the lack of clarity on some pretty what I would think are very basic things, and maybe they're not basic. And I am and again, I've just seen too many movies, or I'm making, uh, or, or it's my own ignorance speaking, and I'm not. Able, I don't understand the nuances or uh, particularities of these things. But I have to believe that if you've had something they, they they can test you pretty quickly for do you have the antibodies are you now immune and and if we're still debating this then I'm uh, uh, then this is clearly a more complex illness than um, uh, than uh, we, we or than I originally thought
0: I believe we but are again, testing the antibody thing right now um, so we may have that answer just I haven't seen it yet or. We're working on it, or but, but I agree. You'd think by now we would know for sure, definitively. Well, I,
2: as of last night, when I was reading before going to bed, we they still okay. there was no definitive answer to that. And again, I, I, I'm reading the mainstream media. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not giving you. Uh, um, yeah, this is. The, these are uh, yeah the mainstream media outlets, which are giving us what I, what I presume is. Um, the, the best that's known and thought at the moment
0: so uh you uh cam had brought it up and then rob had brought it up and she's still here she's still here um so susan had made some mass um, uh, and so i want kind of want to get your take on the mask thing um so i i'm pretty anal with things on how they have to be. I think we, I think I talked with Dave, maybe bleach bleaching things and I'll go a little nuts. And if I start bleaching, I'll just bleach the whole house um, when I clean. And that's a regular kind of thing. Call it OCD or whatever. Um, so I put on my mask and I wear it to the store and I breathe in all this stuff and potentially, so, so the the idea is now the outside of my mask is now contaminated, right? Right. So I take my mask off. And as an example, um, uh, my wife had taken her mask off and left it in her car. And then we went out in my car yesterday. So she, we were planning to go back to the grocery store to get something we had forgot. She took the mask out of her car, brought it in, and put it around the gear shift in my car, rubbing up against the console. So I growled at her for it. So then she took it, and she moved it off to the side, but she rubbed it against the door. She shoved it in the door pocket kind of thing. And and then and in my mind, you know, uh, screaming OCD. It's like, well, now I've just rubbed it all over my car. My car is now contaminated. Um, am I paranoid? Is that's what they're telling us? Um, um, am I overreacting or what? Or, or you know, in that case. For the most part, wearing a mask is just ridiculous. Don't bother because unless you're paranoid and take every nuance of safety protocol like a trained professional doctor would do, you can't touch it. You And and I, I saw someone, um, maybe it was Cam on one of your posts. It was an older couple. that had a mask on the store, and they were adjusting it. They'd pull it down to talk to the other person. They'd put it back up. They'd touch the produce. And in their case, it was totally
1: pointless to wear a mask. So and I, and I think it probably is for a lot of people. I do and I haven't worn one, but I do know when I walk around the grocery store and I round the corner and somebody's walking towards me with a mask, I I've had looks come my way like I had leprosy. And, really? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like, whoa, as a as they walking by and it's like, all right, you know, and, and like my 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 whole thing is I, I'm making sure that I'm keeping that that distance and and I'm not getting, you know, three feet away from somebody as I'm talking to them. And really the purpose of that mask is to keep a waterborne, you know, something coming out of somebody's mouth and it landing somewhere near your face. And I'm thinking, well, if I'm keeping that maximum distance from people, I'm in effect doing the same thing without without putting a mask on. I'm making sure that I'm not really consciously trying not to scratch my face and touch my face when I'm... I've, I've never washed my hands or used... Hand sanitizer so often in my entire life. So um, I don't know. It's it seems and it's really weird because I know like if I go into the local grocery store here, um, I see that you know there's a high there's a high percentage of people wearing masks. And I I was in Fergus yesterday, smaller town, but there weren't. I didn't. I mean, we went to pick up a couple grocery items and stuff. But there weren't a lot of people wearing masks there at all.
2: So you think it's a larger urban? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean,
1: it's one example, so I I can't say that that's widespread everywhere, but that was my experience yesterday. I noticed as we were driving through, like, past the university in Guelph, and, like, there's not a single person here wearing a mask. Now, I did see groups of people talking, and the one thing you really could tell was they were all really spread apart. Yeah, I've noticed that, too, yeah. More More than would be a natural group of, you know, three people talking. There was like you yep. it was a, a, a ten foot triangle right. know, in conservation. So people are doing that, and essentially, it. it, it I mean, it looks like they they're going to accomplish the same thing. I mean, when I, when we look at, you know, Canada as a rule, Canadians as a rule follow the rules, and 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 so it it seems people are doing for the most part often the right things, um, and the death numbers in. Canada across our entire country are comparable to some mid-sized U.S. states right now that have. Yeah. I mean, there's there's almost twice as many deaths in Michigan, which has a third of our population of our country, and and that tells me that we're we're doing a lot of the things right in terms of restricting yeah. the growth yeah. of it. And now. I I, so, I read
0: too our half, half of our deaths. Cases in Ontario are because of outbreaks into the in the seniors complex. Um, exactly. That's a whole new nightmare in itself, and and those ramifications are will bear their ugly head and come to light when they start investigating what's going on in some of these places. And 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 are Anyway, I don't want to get into that today. We're almost out of time. Um, yeah. But if you if you subtracted those numbers from the you know the the general population numbers. Uh, they go down by halves, and that's, yeah, and that's
1: even better. So, yeah. Uh, it is better, and, and I, I have noticed, that if, and a, a few other people made the comment to me today. So the last couple of weeks, in, because I am still going to work, it's been it's been luxurious being on the highway in the morning at the end of the day, <laughs> how fast it is. But a few of us have noticed in this past week, it's picking back up again, which tells me that there's there are more people on the roads in the more during the, those key rush hour times. Mm-hmm. So those are people that are going back to work.
0: So, yeah, well, I was talking to Dave there or three days ago, and he, his landscape company is shut down. Now, they do, they do, I think, backyard renovations kind of thing. They don't necessarily cut your grass, kind of Landscaping, yep. but I've seen landscaping guys out. My wife's seen landscaping guys out still working, cutting grass, and and so on. Maybe so I don't. Sure. I, and it, maybe it's because they're they're a small business. It's the one guy and a couple helpers, and he's like, I can't afford to shut down. I'm just doing it anyway. And quote, I'm self isolating. I'm not talking to anyone. I you send me an e
1: transfer and I mow your lawn. So I don't know. Very- and 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 I you know we don't have time today, but I, you know I I do have a call into Sandy Shaw or MPP to talk about some of the outdoor, um, the outdoor topics re- as it regards to you know hiking and as we're approaching kayak season right now. And I know you know Doug Ford just did a uh, a, a, a made a statement up in Kenora earlier this week about about the opening of fishing season in May. Um, I, I would like to talk about that maybe next week uh, after after I've connected with Sandy because I want to make sure I fully understand the, the province's position on on um, where we're going with that. At, at this point, it seems like the rules are there's a there's a lack of logic in, in some of the parameters that they're putting there that I want to kind of flush out. Yeah, I was going to um, ask
0: you about your post, but yeah, if we're going to talk about it next week, I won't bring that up. Yeah. So.
1: That's I think going to be a longer conversation so so and, and I would prefer to connect with Sandy first because then um, she's going to be able to share some insight I think with me in terms of where that stands and and uh, I, I also would like to try to connect with the, the conservation authority at the same time just to see kind of where they're where they're leaning in terms of you know oh, yeah. act- activity in their space but I'll do that awesome. this week.
2: Well, as always, Travis. Thanks so much for uh, getting us organized and uh, and and uh, and hosting this. At, uh, I, I look forward to these uh, these conversations. No worries.
0: And your video has improved all of a sudden. It was it was really bad there in the middle. I could barely hear you. It was like you were being again censored to uh, mask your identity. <laughs> uh, but now it's good. I well, can actually see you and hear you well. So. Uh, I'm
2: Looking back to being. Fun. Oh dear. Oh well, Anyway, it's. Thanks, uh, Yeah. Thanks again, eh? And uh, stay safe, you guys. You as well. Have a good week. Talk to you later. Cheers. Take care, guys.
0: Bye-bye.